You are listening to No PC Allowed, a.k.a. No Political Correctness Allowed. And I am Mac Iverson. Martial law is a military government involving the suspension of ordinary law. There are many ways to achieve martial law and to make sure Vice President Brandon remains in power. It could be a catastrophic cyber event. COVID showed it can be done. Suddenly, we need emergency powers and a suspended election. Or it could be a brand new Chinese virus, one that is actually very deadly this time. Just use your imagination. The possibilities are endless, especially when the Chicoms and deep state billionaires are in cahoots, busily wargaming all eventualities. It's called imagineering. A wider war will bring inevitable attempts at martial law in America, a dangerous, probable World War III that has obviously extended into our own country through completely porous, erased borders, with illegal aliens from 175 countries and millions of them from our coming World War III enemy countries whose governments detest America. What exactly does that mean? Not only are many of them spies, but many are trained terrorists as well. Well-trained in guerrilla and sabotage tactics, some countries are even emptying their prisons and insane asylums and dumping them here from Venezuela, for example. So we have a flagrant threat of not only World War III, but a simultaneous civil war here in America as well. This war will resemble Vietnam more than our first civil war and could be far bloodier. How can America possibly even dream about winning such a multi-front war? While we are wildly infested with the internal rot of 10 million plus illegal aliens, many of them targeting America for total chaotic destruction from within and targeting not soldiers, but innocent, largely defenseless civilians. Author Brandon Smith wrote this. Not long ago, at the height of fear over the global pandemic, the U.S. underwent a change that many people argued would never happen. For years, I've heard people say that authoritarian controls in America are tinfoil hat conspiracy theory and doom mongering. All the prepping, all the talk of community organizing, all the guns and the gear and the training were for nothing. Then the COVID agenda hit like a freight train. If I were Vice President Brennan and I were as drop-dead evil as he is, I would do absolutely everything that, and with zero exceptions, I'd do absolutely everything that he has and is now doing to completely level America. If I were a Chinese plant with millions of Chinese dollars stuffed in my pockets too, and I had no scruples at all, just like Vice President Brandon, I wouldn't change a thing. How you should most effectively and quickly annihilate America and for maximum impact is precisely how Vice President Brandon is annihilating America right now. Right this very nanosecond. He's done everything according to plan. He has followed his marching orders from China and the Davos demon deep state billionaires with panache and precision. Yes, that doddering old fool, Vice President Brandon, 
clearly guilty of treason, 100%. President Calvin Coolidge said this, Unless the people, through unified action, arise and take charge of their government, they will find that their government has taken charge of them. Independence and liberty will be gone, and the general public will find itself in a condition of servitude to an aggregation of organized and selfish interest. All pure truth, or any truth without deep state billionaire dollar signs attached to it, is now labeled as disinformation. Here's the shell game that the deep state is playing on America's low-information citizens, of which there are tens of millions and now growing at an exponential rate with our erased borders. The mafia-controlled media is hitting the panic button like a horny mouse in a lab cage, strongly suggesting that President Trump is dangerous because, if he gets back in, he will probably use the Insurrection Act of 1792. Hmm. Now, why in the world would President Trump even daydream about needing to use the Insurrection Act? Could it be because that perfectly safe, non-radical Vice President Brandon has opened the floodgates to allow 10 to 15 million illegal aliens, including spies, Islamo-fascists, terrorists, and criminals, to waltz right into America? It couldn't possibly be that. Could it? But, but, but the news tells us that, that these immigrants are, are perfectly safe. And, and the Bible says we should welcome all strangers. And they've all been vetted and... Uh, we know where they all are, and, 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 and we have nothing to wor- worry about. In spite of what my own common sense tells me, there's not going to be any 24-7, 365 days a week of threats of rioting, burning, pillaging, rapes, murders, and chaos. They, 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 they all told us, they told us that we have absolutely nothing to fear, but that if any of that ever does happen, it will all be Trump's fault, not President Biden's fault. Well... That's what, what, what they're, they're telling us. In spite of what the chicken little panic mongers say about how ghastly it will be if President Trump used the Insurrection Act, several other American presidents have already used it. And America is still here. Presidents Lyndon Johnson, who used it three times, and Kennedy and Eisenhower, and George H.W. Bush as well. Oh, but those presidents weren't unhinged conservatives. Oh, no! There was nothing conservative about Kennedy or Eisenhower, was there? The reason why low-information voters are so easily confused is because they willingly allow the deep state to define what is unhinged. Is it open borders, Brandon? Oh, no! It's safety-first, tight borders, Trump who is unhinged. I'm embarrassed to death to even mention this cartoon character's name, but Michael O'Hanlon of the Brookings Institution, Dink Tank, says there are a lot of institutional checks and balances in our country that are pretty well developed legally, and it'll make it hard for a president to just do something out of the blue. Allow me to pause here for just a moment. Notice the dishonest demonization of President Trump here. It's never ending. Out of the blue? 
over 10 million illegal aliens as a foundation for the need to use the Insurrection Act and it's an out-of-the-blue decision entirely on Trump's shoulders. What an insanely stupid setup for his point. But he continues, and notice the unfair condescension here. But Trump is good at developing a semi-logical train of thought that might lead us to a place where there's enough mayhem, there's enough violence and legal murkiness to call in the military. This lying dingbat idiot, Michael O'Hanlon, is showing just what a total setup this entire Insurrection Act is. This, quote, mayhem and violence, unquote, isn't just potential. With all these unvetted lowlife walking into America, that's already a done deal. So it's 100% vice president's fault, not Trump's, not in the least. They want this. If they know they can't win in November, they will institute martial law if Trump wins because we have to control all of the out-of-control, rioting, new illegal alien citizens. No wonder President Trump wants to deport all of them. Can you imagine all the stink they will put up in protest? Of course, President Trump will use the Insurrection Act just to try to control them. That was the deep state's plan from day one. The deep state stinkers want chaos. They want a destroyed United States, a burning heap of trash. And their setup is perfect. Now they're just waiting for it to happen. So that's their shell game. Anti-America insurrection is coming. In this current corrupt environment, it has to. But they claim that under this shell is where the blame goes. So they surreptitiously move it around a few times. And simpleton Democrats, independents, and rhinos get really confused. They choose the wrong shell. And voila! America is stuck with Vice President Brandon for four more years. Now, just in case the simpletons guess correctly and the deep state's voting cheating apparatus doesn't quite pan out this time like it did in 2020, and Trump gets back in, well then, it doesn't really matter because all the millions of illegal alien animals will blow up on command, many of them already being employees of the state. They will do as they're told and be handsomely rewarded for it. And Trump, of course, will get blamed and indicted on what they claim are serious insurrection charges this time. But simpleton voters can't see that coming either. That's another shell game. So all these multiple simultaneous shell games only intensifies America's confusion. In a Washington Post op-ed one year after the January 6th protest occurred, three dumb, do-as-you're-told-no-matter-what, retired, air quotes, generals, wrote, In short, we are chilled to the bones at the thought of a coup succeeding next time. Obviously referring to our January 6th election integrity patriots. Major General Paul Eaton also said, January 6th is incomprehensible to me. 
civilian control of the military is sacrosanct in the U.S., and that is a position that we need to reinforce, unquote. At that time, they were floating the impossible idea that the U.S. may succumb to a military junta. These three claimed to be worried about what the deep state desperately wanted, but these three came down on the side of the deep state, that being anti-Trump and anti-America. This reminds me of the fox who's getting depressed and ruminating over the coming fate of the chickens. This moron major general is not a civilian. He's the power broker who will benefit enormously from a military coup d'etat. And by issuing this report, they are grooming the evil notion in the heads of useful idiots that, yes, the Pentagon is getting ready to move in and take over everything, just like their heroes, the Tricoms. These retired generals continue to hold their rank, which means they can be pulled back into active duty if called. And if the Pentagon tries to wrest control away from President Trump because of this report and because of their foresightedness and bravery, they could be front and center for any new and much-needed promotions. And so they would receive massive amounts of new cloud and new powers in the full deep state takeover of America's military. These generals are wolves in sheep's clothing, and it's so obvious. These generals aren't really scared of a junta, but they should be. Personally, I believe, assuming Trump will survive any coup d'etat attempts from the deep state-controlled Pentagon, when push comes to shove, these corrupt generals won't do anything to fight Trump. They'll probably become either born-again Trump supporters and get fired anyway for being anti-American treasonous cowards, or they'll resign. The main thing for them may end up being all is good as long as they can manage to keep their government pensions of potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars per year fully intact. Notice something very important here. The military loves to play war games. It's all war-gamed. Where did these three a-hole generals learn their war games from? The cadaver they support, Vice President Brandon, is supported by the Chicoms. The Chicoms famously do nothing but war games. It removes risk and chance from the virtual reality field of battle. Whatever that field of battle happens to be, like I said, you can war game any scenario. Now these three generals seem really, really stupid. But that is not exactly so. They're in the inner circle, so they know what the deep state is up to. And the deep state has fully infected the Pentagon and the CIA and the FBI. And these generals, these days in America, are mostly hack political appointments. Sure, they have to serve time and go through the motions, but it has almost nothing to do with military competence or protecting America. The military is traditionally all about obedience. What do the higher-ups want? And so crap runs downhill from there. The military is a culture of conformity and obedience, more so now than ever before. How do we know this? Because America has become infected with a cacistocracy. 
big tech corporate money from around the world and ultimately controlled by communist fascist China is the reason. This is how the Chicoms control almost every power center of America. A cacistocracy is a government by the least qualified and most stupid and most easily corruptible members. Henry de Montalant once wrote that stupidity does not consist of being without ideas. Such stupidity would be the sweet, blissful stupidity of animals, mollusks, and the gods. Human stupidity consists of having lots of ideas, but stupid ones. Stupid ideas with banners, hymns, loudspeakers, and even tanks and flamethrowers as their instruments of persuasion constitute the defined and the only reality terrifying form of stupidity. If the deep state figures they will lose in November, they will also figure martial law has to occur before then in order for them to suspend the election. But even if they really do lose and Trump somehow ends up winning, they still have a way of hijacking results with a forced martial law after he regains office. That's what our race border is for. Controlling all the endless nonstop murders and riots and mayhem is just the excuse they will need to force President Trump to play along. But President Trump will be in power, you say. But with mayhem absolutely everywhere and in all 50 states, nonstop, all day and all night long, how can Trump control it without the military? If you think the military will obey Trump, look at how the deep state is using him and abusing him now. And with all that raw, naked, immediate power up for grabs and in a very foundationally destroyed country, how can anyone be sure that Trump can maintain power? Military juntas are common in the third world. And now that America is perhaps not officially but certainly a de facto third world country, you can bet your last dollar that a junta is now a strong probability here. Remember, the COVID threat has been proven to be largely fake. Yes, people can die from it, but it's the flu and flus are always deadly to some. I may have gotten it. I hope I got it because that helps with herd immunity which is very real and vitally beneficial to everyone. Anyway, the COVID hysteria was a test run for martial law, and it was instigated by China and all the deep state players to induce panic. Oh, we have to shut down churches. We can't go to the polls. We have to have mail-in voting. The timing was absolutely perfect to derail on purpose any chance Trump had of getting reelected in a landslide in 2020. Actually, Trump did get reelected in a landslide. The COVID scam intersectioned perfectly with Big Pharma's massive, massive, massive profiteering from this big lie. COVID was a double whammy of not only taking out President Trump just in time, but by putting billions of fresh dollars into the pockets of Trump's enemies. For such a ginormous windfall, Big Pharma has to pay off Trump's political enemies 
for allowing that massive windfall to even occur. Can you say deep state mafia? Likewise, the October 7th Hamas attack was perfectly timed to create yet another diversion in the stealth World War III that America is now living through. It was strategically timed one year ahead of America's elections, and it is yet one more pressure point of many designed to bring about internal chaos and martial law. It is deeply motivating to all the Islamo-fascist illegal aliens in America here right now. They will partner with communist-fascist protesters, a ticking time bomb just waiting to go off. Finally, rapid advancements in technology makes tyranny exponentially easier. The reason why martial law is such a major goal of the deep state is because so many Americans have guns. Martial law means the military steps in and takes over, and now their guns and accoutrements have far greater firepower and sophistication, but mostly it means those American patriots with guns are the ones stepping forward from the masses to expose themselves as the patriots that they are. And so they end up becoming the prime targets for the deep state. Governments are terrified of well-armed populations. Martial law leapfrogs that problem. Hey, we have an emergency. That's why we need troops everywhere. And 10 million illegal alien criminals is designed to be a permanent problem. Hence, the need for a permanent military presence on America's streets everywhere including conservative rural America, where most of these guns exist. Martial law is a fast-track way for gun and patriot confiscation. We must make American politics unappealing to those seeking money and power. So we must insist on the following. Action steps number one. We need term limits. This is a no-brainer. How long has Nutty Nancy or Chuck U. Schumer or Adam Crazy Eye Shift or Sleepy Creepy Crazy or Kami the Kami or Mitch the Turtle or Patrick Leahy or a legion of others been in office? T-D-L. Too damn long. Not just term limits, but we need a part-time legislature. The number of hours committed to voting on unbridled growth of government nonsense legislation and activities should be severely limited. Also, it should be affordable for almost anyone to run for Congress or Senate and be able to win. Currently, that pipe dream seems absolutely insane, but we should aim for it as a healthy national goal. And action step number two, We must repeal what is known as corporate personhood. This allows corporations to spend tons of money on politics and gives them a much stronger voice than regular people. It allows them to control elections, pressure candidates, and destabilizes America now more than ever. The only way any of these changes will actually happen will be if a critical mass of genuine American patriots who are only thinking of the health and vitality of our constitutional republic. 
start to populate the halls of Congress. We have a few, but too damn few. That must change now. No PC allowed is being censored. So fight back now. Like, subscribe, share. Like, subscribe, share at no PC allowed spelled A-L-O-U-D again at no PC allowed spelled A-L-O-U-D. And please do it now while it's fresh in your mind. You're hearing very honest ideas on this podcast that you do not hear anywhere else. You've been listening to No PC Allowed. I am Mac Iverson. We will meet again next week and every week.